Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, do it again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're telling me, bro. good with me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TD Podcast, sponsored by Resilient Real Estate. We are here. We're here to stay. A little bit of a hiatus, but uh, BK Morgan Studio. What's up, boys? What up? I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here. Um, we're la- back. Last time we were here, we uh, talked about draft grades, or not draft grades, but uh, pre-draft. Um, kind of had an outlook, and we gave you guys a mock draft. Um, not a terrible mock draft. No, act, to be honest with you, it was actually pretty spot on. Yeah, it like, was. In a lot of weird ways. It's, like, guys that we had fall actually fell. Like, Slater to the Chargers, Najee to the Steelers. Like, a lot, our mock draft in a lot of ways was pretty solid. And I think we had enough information going into where, as much as we thought you could possibly have, you know? Yeah, our, our mock's right. obviously a mix, right? It's what we kind of think will happen. And then what with, we want is yeah, what, oh, what we want. Good fits. Good fits. Right. Um, so, before we get into that, we got Drink of the Day sponsored by Golden Road Brewery. Uh, we are sipping on these pre-made, on-the-rocks premium cocktails. Um, this is the old-fashioned one with, made with Knob Creek. Um, I've actually been into, like, the bourbon game a little bit. You have. That's that's your thing lately. So I was kind of getting into the sports card shit, and we got to talk about that eventually. But um, <laughs> sports cards, you know, they're big right now, hard, really rare to find. Bourbon game's kind of the same way. Yeah, you really. get a rare bourbon. It's like getting a fine. Joey B card. Yeah, yeah. So... B, you're not really an old-fashioned guy, whiskey guy. What's your thoughts on this? Is this kind of rough for you right now? Um, first time old-fashioned, if I'm being honest. Uh, not something that like ever <laughs> stood out to me to go order. It's it's okay. It's a little rough. Yeah, you know getting I mean? used to it. Getting a little watered down with the ice. Yeah, that I mean, you get a, you know, it's giving me a little sweat going right now. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's alarm. Log <laughs> into school. My bad, <laughs> gentlemen. My bad. Good song. No, but it's a great song. It's just one of those drinks, like, if you're not into it, you're not into it, I think. I think it's an acquired taste. I don't think it's that you're not into it, you're not into it. I think you start sipping on different things. Me and Kate well, Moore kind of pop some bottles sometimes. I've and, sat there and, and tried a couple different whiskeys with you guys watching the games, but this is just a little different. It is. Um, I actually really enjoy these. Um, I tried them, and you get a lot of bang for your buck, depending where you get them. Um you know, it's, it's, it's get pretty good. Or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm with CY. I'm a big, um, I got into the bourbons, all the whiskeys, all that stuff during quarantine. So um, I've been on old fashions for a while. Girlfriend was a former bartender, waitress. So um, I'm always on the old fashioned game. So really impressed with the pre made aspect of this. A lot so easier is it as than good as like it. making it in a bar? I think so. It's, 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 it's fine. comparable. You know what I mean? Like, you get a better bartender that knows how to mix some shit up. You actually get some flavored old fashions that I actually had a couple that were really fucking good. But, no, this one's solid. It's solid over the rocks. Just buy it and pour it on. Good yeah, go. I, I mean, got them at Target. They got them at BevMo. So, go out and try one of these. Not bad. Knob Creek whiskey. So, it's pretty good whiskey as well. Um, so, let's get into it. Um, it's been about five weeks or so since the draft happened. So, we've kind of lost the hype of it. OTAs are in full effect right now. Uh, rookie OTAs, rookie minicamp um, have passed. Now they're in a full team, um, op- obviously optional. Um, voluntary. Voluntary. But you know what? Guys are actually starting to show up after we saw what happened to the homeboy with the Broncos. Torres Achilles working out on his own and yeah. now got released. He doesn't have to make that $30 million. Brutal. Brutal. 
That Absolutely brutal. That's so, terrible. So now you're seeing more and more guys show up um, to OTAs. But one guy that is not showing up to OTAs that we got to mention. Yikes. We got to talk about it. Um, going to lose $98,000, I saw, um, by not showing up for OTAs. And that is uh, B's guy, Aaron Rodgers. So um, it came out on draft day that Aaron Rodgers was unhappy. He wanted out, you know, probably a few hours before the draft. Um, it kind of broke Twitter. It broke um nfl news so people obviously start speculating where does he want to go where's he gonna go um and it's kind of been at a stalemate from there um with the fact that the packers said they're not going to trade him rogers still is not showing up he's not showing up to otas this week i want to first get b's thoughts on the rogers situation from the B, from the beginning of where it started to where we're at today and what's our kind of thought process um, so, yeah, when it broke on draft day, it was a little bit of a shock. Uh, you know, we're coming off two back-to-back 13-3 and seasons, two back-to-back NFC championships. He just won MVP. So it came out as a, a little bit of a shock um, on draft day as when the news broke. But, you know, apparently that wasn't the case. Obviously, we all called it a Jordan Love draft pick was a kind of a, a disaster. All right? Like, hey, we're kind of a win-now team. Getting his backup doesn't help anything. Well, I wouldn't. But he didn't say, even back him up any, anyways. I but. wouldn't say disaster with the fact that we don't know how Jordan Love is, but it might have ruined the franchise for the immediate future with the fact that it pissed off Rodgers so much. So I yeah. So I guess he wasn't told that they were going to go and get Jordan Love after he came out and said, "Hey, I really like that wide receiver from Clemson." You know what I mean? And it was kind of one of those things. Was like, should a player have you know? Uh, input who they draft, who they sign in free agency, all that. Uh, you know, and I always tend to go towards the team, no, hey, no, you shouldn't. And then I guess he was all pissed off about Jake Kumro getting released. The guy's a practice squad guy. Right. And so th- I guess this is been boiling down. He's pissed off at the GM, been pissed off at the GM, and he just was like, hey, I'm not going to come play. To me, it's Which, just a matter of like... wild. Like a dick showing contest of like whose dick is bigger? Like, mm-hmm. is it the Packers front office or the team president, basically, or is it Rogers? And there's a power struggle. It's what it seems like to me from the outside in right now. Yeah, um, I I like what Goot has done from the GM standpoint since he's been there. But Rogers has said it's not about Goot, right? He came out and said it wasn't about the GM, but then no, he, he did. yeah, no, he did. He he, he hates wants, he, he wants, wants the GM gone. The, the report is he wants him fired, right? Which is insane see that's why i initially that's, heard that's but insane. then i heard it wasn't about him it was about uh murphy murphy the, the president yeah, that's what i thought it was about uh, but Mur- murphy hires people to do you know certain things like like any business right so murphy doesn't go and draft your love right like murphy hired goot who drafted your love but don't you think murphy's signing off on that deal I mean, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't it's think all so. All fucking GM. I, yeah. Okay, I, then why isn't Jerry Jones a different breed? But why isn't Rodgers signing off on it? Why isn't Rodgers being in the he, mix? He's the quarterback. Yeah, but he's so they treat him like the quarterback, and I don't think that's the right way to do it. In, in uh, some aspects, it's hard to agree with that because you're like, I don't like you're the player. You get thirty five million dollars a year, go out and play, and when you're thirty seven, and I can go and get your backup, like. I that, get that standpoint. I, mean? I get it's, that. So, but then I get Rod. Go ahead, Kmore. Go ahead. Well, like I said, this is B's team, and this is an out, totally completely outside perspective. I think the biggest thing is 
I don't have a problem with them necessarily drafting a quarterback in that position, but I definitely do think you need to consult your current quarterback, who is Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. That's where I think it is kind of fucked up, right? And Rodgers, like we talked about, is a man of a lot of pride and he's, he's, got a big he's, ego. he's an asshole. He's got a he's, big ego. He's an asshole. And he's different. He's very different. I, anyone who's ever asked me, I always will say Aaron Rodgers has been better than Brett Favre throughout my lifetime of watching football. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers fucking prick. Yeah. Well, Brett was kind of a prick too. Of course. In but different Aaron, ways. But here's the thing. Yeah, when, yeah. when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers, Brett was on a clear decline, in my opinion, where yeah. Aaron Rodgers just won MVP. But it's completely was, different. The year before, he didn't have such a great year, so they thought that decline might be starting. Yeah, but it's such a great year. Come I on. agree. I agree. Relative to his yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Come on, we're talking. Okay, so he threw, you know, he threw thirty-three, not forty-three. That's like no, I I'm apples with you. and oranges when Aaron Jones has still 20 won the touchdowns. You were in the NFC Championship game, and you're a couple pieces away, and you go draft a piece that doesn't do anything, doesn't even dress out for you. Trust me, we all understand that the pick, pick was bad. Yeah, but the question is, we're not talking about the pick necessarily. Is how does this power struggle end? What happens next? Well, one, we're never going to trade him. You, you still think it's never going to happen? Well, on draft day, all the speculation, even Niners right, came out yeah. and inquired. Denver came out and inquired. Obviously, they had the picks in the capital at the moment. Um, $33 million with an eight in dead cap trading. You would have had to give yeah. us the world to for us to eat his, almost a damn near entire contract. Right. Okay. Um, June 1st happened, same like like Julio's contract. Half half of that, so we'd still eat around like you know seventeen million dollars in cap if we trade him after June first, which I still think, you know, it's a possibility. But I I'm with Green Bay, like, you know, stick your toes in the sand, hold firm, because this man has to give you money. Eventually, this will turn into a. Hey, if I'm gonna sit like Calvin Johnson, I'm gonna go retire. Aaron Rodgers gonna pay end up paying by the end of the year twenty million dollars back to the Packers. And that seems, I mean, he's the guy that'd be like, yeah, he's screw it. He's 100% the guy to do it. But he's- it seems difficult when they've they've gone out of their way to be like, hey, we screwed up. We're not trading you, but like, hey, we'll make you the highest paid player till what what age? <laughs> what what age, Aaron? Do you, want, you know what I mean? That's we, the, uh, And then we went out, we're even the report today. It was like. I think a show of good faith would be not to fine him for not showing up to mandatory OTAs, like which would be, like Cody said, around $98,000. A show of good faith, they could waive that fine. Like, hey, let's work out a deal. We're not going to fine you. I I envision Aaron Rodgers playing week one. I'm going to say it. So you you envision it, but do you think it will actually happen? I think that's kind of what he's saying. If he envisions it. I envision it. You're also a Packer fan, though. That is true. That's like that. But look, I, I'm, I'm almost, just saying it's, you know. it's fucking June 7th. I'm already over it. Yeah. So I, I you know, I'm going to I'm going to move forward in watching our training camp. I'm going to I'm going to look at Jordan Love. I'm going to look at Blake Bortles to be in the QB positions. And if Aaron Rodgers plays week one, I'm going to be ecstatic. Right. Of course. Stoked. Top five ever. Yeah. And if he doesn't, I'm going to be I've been preparing since fucking May. You know not, what I mean? Your team is a completely different team. I don't. Let's be honest. I don't agree. Well, you, come on. You, he thinks Jordan Love is pretty good. Yeah, but he's not Aaron fucking Rodgers. I didn't say course. Jordan Love was any good. Do you think Blake Bortles is good? I no. didn't say. I don't think he's any good either. So you I think, think your team can still I think win the NFC North without Aaron Rodgers? It's possible. It's going to be a lot harder. Obviously, we don't have a fucking goat. 
<laughs> but not look, an easy division to but, win. But look, look at uh, here. That division's kind of you talk up. about teams. It's not that easy. You talk about teams that would upgrade, right, with Aaron Rodgers. Every team, yes. Okay, almost damn near every team. But there's teams that won't. Like any team with a, a really good young quarterback, Mahomes. You know those teams, sure. they won't. So you you kind of break it down, and then we won't trade within the NFC um, North. I mean, you break it down, and there's about seven teams you can go to. Realistically, seven to nine. None are in a better situation than the Green Bay Packers. Agreed. I 100% agree. The only one that could be argued would be the 49ers. But they went and just blew their load on Trey Lance. Yeah, they don't have any capital. They don't have any picks to give us. But my thing is this, is like, from the Rodgers standpoint, I kind of understand where he's come from. The fact where it's like, he wants to be involved. He wants to be there. And they keep kind of like, fuck you, like, stay in your lane. But it's like, I get that for most guys. But this is like a different type of guy. Like He is. It, but he's not the general manager. He is the quarterback at the end of the day. But why? Like, you but, can have that conversation. And that's but, my point. He's the quarterback. You're the general manager. That's, you're no. making the decision that you feel is best for your organization moving forward. That's fine. He's the quarterback. You can have that conversation. But ultimately, it's your decision. I'm telling you right now, though, if they fucking get rid of Aaron Rodgers, that GM's fired in three years when they don't win. They don't win for three years. He's not fucking if, gone. But not if Jordan Love is a fucking then that's your only hope. Unreal. Now you're hoping that Jordan Love can fill the shoes of Aaron Rodgers. But that's the that's point. That general manager. Risk. That and general here, manager must think he look, is though. The only people, I'm not saying he is. I don't think Jordan Love is. The only but people that, that know that better hope he is. The only people that know if Jordan Love is any good are within the Packers organization. 100. Okay? You think if we're like you know what. Jordan Love's kind of fucking good. You're trading the fuck out of Aaron Rodgers. June 1st, we would have <laughs> took Denver for three picks, well, Bradley Chubb, and a starting right guard. Well, let's be honest. There's a reason why the Green Bay Packers were like CFR. But they knew, yes. they knew oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers right and fucking they Yeah, they traded well, him And then now we're, you know, 16 years later, 13 years later, Matt LaFleur's like damn near begging Aaron to come back in a fucking post-practice press conference. Not a good yeah. sign. It's, it's not, not a great sign. But like, I don't think Jordan Love is any good. But here's my thing. I don't think so either. I don't think he is. But here's my thing. is like, why not be Tampa? Tampa, when Bruce is like, hey, just check out these receivers and like, let me know what you think, Tom. I agree. Like, what's the harm in that? Like, especially not like, telling him to pick which guy he especially wants. Especially doing so, so good in a new system the first year, 13-3, and everybody's like, oh, worst 13-3 team ever. I'm like, this doesn't even make any sense to me in my head, but you know, and then the next year, thirteen and three, and we looked actually way better. Which I was like, okay, like this new system's working. Matt Lafleur's working. We're we're a piece somewhere. You know what I mean? NFC Championship, you could say corner. Okay, so and the NFC Championship before that, probably uh, you could be like, oh, we needed a middle linebacker and a right tackle. Okay, so you you can pinpoint those specific positions that we need to improve to get to that Super Bowl, and we haven't done it. And, no. And that's frustrating as a fan. So if Aaron's on that spectrum of like, hey, I would have told you to fucking, if you trade up to 26, grab T. Higgins. The guy had 1,100 yards his rookie year. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Uh, or Patrick Queen, fast, stud, middle linebacker. We don't have many of those. Or – Hey, uh, the right side of our line might be failing a little bit. Billy Turner's not, like, that good. Well, I mean, last thing I'll kind of mention with it is you guys were good enough to win the Super Bowl last year. I think you guys should have won. You guys just didn't play well. Yeah, that, no, we're good enough for sure. And Rogers, You always look to improve. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying winning cures all, right? So if you guys would have won the Super Bowl, I don't yeah. think Aaron Rodgers really does this. But the fact that... 
Actually, Aaron Rodgers is that kind of asshole. He might. Uh, he he might have won a Super Bowl and been like, Let's yeah, be uh, I'm not, still he, not coming. This yeah. man went on ESPN right after the draft, like a week after the draft, just to talk to Kenny Mayne and just basically say he's not going to talk about fucking anything else except just talking to Kenny Mayne. Just wanted to watch everyone watch him and just be a fucking dickhead. And then he talked about... I mean, and know, I love Aaron Rodgers. I love that he did that because he's such a fucking prick. He's like, and he's but that's like, wild. And, he's, and he went... Uh, he kind of said... People forget who kind of built this. Mm. And he's not wrong. He's not. Aaron has made our oh, franchise, and then Brett before that, and then he mentioned Bart Starr. He, they've made the Packers organization historic. I get, been, I get been, conflicted they've because... They've been blessed with, let's be honest, that Packers organization has been blessed. Uh, oh, it has been blessed, but I've been conflicted because like right now, like think hearing you guys talking like, Rodgers is right, Rodgers is right, Rodgers is right, and then like now I'm like, you kind of got pieces though. Like, we have great pieces. Like that's what people don't understand. Top five receiver, offense line was top five in the league last year. Yes. Top three maybe. Defense Aaron was top ten last two Aaron years. Jones top seven. Top ten running back. Yeah, you gotta, I would say that. Arguably the best corner in the game. You like the Packers were the Our NFC safety team. duo is really good. You Amos and Savage are nice. You don't get to the NFC Championship game just on Aaron Rodgers. Like no, you don't. You don't. And he was protected all year. Aaron Jones had a mega year. Look, he got paid. Like they brought him back because Rodgers likes him. Yep. I mean. I don't know. I'm and conflicted. Then, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Then we go to the draft. Is there any and, mending it, guys? Like, is there any mending this? Yeah, there is. Really? Yeah. What is it? Rogers just shows up. He has a statement and says... But, so you think GM doesn't have to do anything, President doesn't have to do anything, Rogers? No, they have just to do everything. Mend his, he can just mend his... No, that, the, pre- the, the, the president and the GM have to be on their hands and knees. I still think something has to happen. I think the only, only one that can salvage this... Murphy and Goode, I don't even want them talking the rest of this. LaFleur? Matt LaFleur can save this. He um, really can. They have a really good relationship. They're very successful. He can save this. Well, Matt LaFleur knows his fucking job on the line if he doesn't get Aaron Rodgers. No, back. he's fine. He's, not he's, his fault, he's a great though, coach at the end of the day. But here, he's a great coach because Aaron fucking Rodgers. <laughs> okay, first. Let's see him be Jordan Levinson. Then goody. fucking <laughs> trade Aaron Rodgers. I'm sick of this. My okay. team is really good. Okay. I don't think, I don't think it gets mended. That's I. I think Aaron Rodgers is that asshole. He's gonna host Jeopardy and just be a prick. Then fucking sit, dude, because he's not playing for another team. I don't think he will either. I think he's just gonna sit. I think we'll see. Him. I think we'll see him week one. I hope so. I hope. I so don't for think football. we'll see him at all until week one. I hope he's just in the stands. No, no, no. <laughs> just he'll be him. there, and he'll play. Hey, I hope he is for football sake because the football NFL is better with the best players. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks. He's the MVP last year. We're gonna, hey. Training camp, like week four, we're going to ignore his call. This will be a topic we're going to talk be about every single week. I know. So, All right, so moving on, you know, until we hear more, we'll let you guys one. know. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what transpires. Um, other big news that drops this week, Julio Jones, 32-year-old receiver, owed a bazillion dollars through his left on his contract, gets traded Tennessee for a second-round pick. Second um, and a fifth. Second and a sixth. Second, second and a sixth. And they swapped the game their fourth to the six. Oh, maybe. So it was a swap of picks late, but it's pretty much it was pretty much a second round pick for Julio Jones. Um, two things: is it a good move? Is it an overhyped move? Good move for who? In general, you you answer. Yeah. Well, I think it was a terrible move for uh, Atlanta. Okay. Um, Julio Jones is top talent. World class. I know he deals with injuries, and I know he has a fat contract, but you still ate half of that in the dead cap. 
and you got a second round pick. This reminds me of the, the Raiders trading Randy Moss for a year ago. We're like, uh, he's kind of at the end. He's, you know, he's 32, he's aging. We need to get rid of some money. And you got, a, I mean, the Patriots gave up a fourth for Randy Moss, a little different. But I, I thought this was a first round pick. Yeah, I mean. He's got, he still has pro ball level talent. Of course. Uh, age is merely a number at this point to some of the guys in the NFL. They're playing later in, in their age. There's less, you know, it's less physical now. I think Julio Jones, I mean, was the, the Falcons didn't like, all right, Arthur Smith, he's still working for Tennessee. Let's, let's just say it. Arthur Smith fucking traded Julio Jones back to his team. He's still working for Tennessee. It's a second round pick for Julio Jones. They like think about what I'm saying. I, I mean, can Morgan I'll let you comment on it first before I say anything? No, I, I mean, I think that uh, I'm surprised they didn't get a first for him. I think uh, Julio Jones is still worth the first round pick. Um, to answer your other question, though, I do think it's a little overhyped, though. I don't necessarily think that this is a move that, like, I don't think the Titans are a Super Bowl team now. Like, I don't. Right. I don't think they won the Super Bowl this year. Um, but, yeah, you have two great receivers, but so do a lot of teams. As soon as I saw it was the second and fifth or whatever the, the late round was, I was like, the Packers should have done everything in their power. Dude, it, a second-round pick means nothing Which is to me interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked not a team offered a first-round pick for him. I mean, I thought they had some, but apparently not. That's what the reports were. There were there was rumors for a first, but I guess there wasn't because obviously they would have taken it. But um, I I, st- I do think it's overhyped. I'm I'm not bought so in. So overhyped on the Tennessee part. Yeah. I mean, I love Julio Jones. It's a good move. I do, and I like that. You give give up a second round pick for Julio. No, I think it's a good move. For but them. yeah, no, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't think, think it puts move. him over the top. I don't think it puts him over the top but, because they had Corey Davis last year, who is not a bad okay, receiver. Corey Davis and Julio are not. He's not. No, he's not. But I still think he's a good receiver right, in the yeah, NFL. That's my yeah. argument. Is I'm kind of on the K Morg side of this. Is like Corey Davis went for nine hundred and five. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's a solid number two year. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really good year. And Julio hasn't been on the field for 17 games in, fuck, who knows how long. Like, okay. last year he was down at injuries, only had 700 yards, through three touchdowns. Year before, he had 1,300, 1,600, 1,400. Like, yeah, keep saying those fucking Hall of Fame numbers. But with an MVP quarterback. Okay, and an MV- okay. Did Matt Ryan not win a fucking MVP he with did. Julio Jones? He did. Matt- he did. He could air it out. Tannehill's not. Thank you, Kyle Shanahan. Matt, I mean, then you got Kyle Shanahan. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like Tannehill's not Matt Ryan. And Tannehill's solid, but there's still going to be a run first team. Tannehill the last three years has been way better than Matt Ryan. Yeah, but he's still not as been as good as Matt Ryan in his prime and his best. Matt Ryan, his best has been better than Tannehill's best. And I'm a Tannehill guy. That's a fact, yeah. But Tennessee's still going to be a run first team. And I think Khalil Jones is more smoke and mirrors than he is productivity going into this year. But isn't that scary? Here's, it does make it more challenging so you, for defenses. Don't yeah, you, oh, okay? 100%. So you have to stack the box. You, you That's been proven. Mm-hmm. You have to go stack the box against Tennessee. That's what got Corey Davis paid in, yeah, in New York. Yeah, and, it, and uh, Brown fucking blew up. Blew up. Okay. Julio Jones with no safety over top? Or, or are you going to have the safety over top, A.J. Brown? Because you have to put A in the box. One or of the two. Or he's having 200. Henry's going to have 200 yards. One of yeah. the three are going to go crazy. Like, they're going to have a really, really good offense. It's just bound to happen. And it might be the scariest team of all time. 
Like, you're telling me, who would you rather fight? Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, or A.J. Brown? Yeah, they, I heard like, today that Ryan Clark was talking, like, they're going to fight to who gets off the bus first. Like, they're going to just one huge door and let them all walk yeah, off Yeah, who's going to scare the other team more? A.J. Brown, point? Julio, or Derrick Henry? Like, who, yeah. Who, who, like, imagine tackling, oh, i got to tackle fucking Derrick Henry. Then i got to tackle A.J. Brown. Then i got to tackle Julio Jones. Big You're exhausted by the second quarter. My like, thing is, I think, I, think this elev- I think this elevates them two to three wins more than probably project, uh, projected. Do you think that many? I don't think it's that many. I, I believe I, their offense. I don't see their defense is the problem, but I think their offense will be top five. They could be. I mean, Julio's going to stay on the field. Obviously, that's been the key for him. He gets, but Tannehill has proven to be consistent now. Tannehill's they have fine. a really good running game, obviously, and Brown, Brown blew up. He had one of the best sophomore seasons. I think he was better than Metcalf. That argument we did, that battle, I think Brown ended up winning that. What is realistic expectations for Julio? He's not all pro anymore. He's just not. I, I, just... I think 905, but in a different way. Like, he's just no, he can more go for of a thousand. I think he can I go know, for a thousand. I know, but like, if he. Just, I'm not a Tannehill guy, so you know me. Like, he's not going to be like. They're not going to both blow for, you know. 1,210 each. But if he had the, you know sip, I mean? the same stats as Corey Davis, I would think they were better off. Like, they then, had, then A.J. Brown is going to triple his numbers then. like I think A.J. Brown still needs to The team is going to have to scheme for one of the one of those two. Every you week. You know what I mean? Every single but week. But that's the thing is Julio is not reliable to be there every week. Like, yeah. he just proven like he... But, but Moss Until was he goes for 200 forth. yards and gets you a win. You I know, think like, he I, gets I you a win. I personally think... I've seen it. Atlanta knew something about Julio Jones. They knew the decline was bigger than most people or thought it was. they didn't want to pay a wide res- 32, uh, 32-year-old wide receiver. Who's obvious number two money. in that offense. Like, Ridley took that offense over yeah. last year. And it was – Julio even well, came Calvin, out and said, like, this is Ridley's, Ridley's number one. Calvin Ridley is an absolute stud. He is. I mean, and I think – And they added Pitts. Like, that offense would have been scary. I would have okay, been on the again this year. All right. <laughs> so, damn it. Let's change – so let's change the uh, narrative right now. Let's go back to Atlanta. That just cleared up 170 targets. Fantasy wise, we just love Calvin Ridley now. Or yeah, you got to. Or Gage, Russell Gage. I think Gage values jumps up more than Ridley's. I think Ridley's is what it is. Still second round. I think Ridley's actually might drop a little bit, to be honest, because he doesn't have Julio Jones on the other side of him. That might be like but a that Juju's, happened all last a, year. That like, might be a Juju, yeah, Juju Smith Schuster factor. Guy had 1,400 yards and like 12 touchdowns with Antonio Brown. Uh, really yeah. is kind of he did, dude. But, Juju was literally a pro baller, but with all Antonio last, Brown. But all last side. year, Julio barely played, and Ridley was still that dude. Ridley's yeah. better than Julio, like no mistake about it. But. Right now, maybe. It, I mean, but again, it's Julio Jones. It's a different specimen. He was widely regarded as the best receiver the entire t- his tenure in the I, NFL. I like this. He could, he could go for 15 See, this year, 1,515 touchdowns. I, I'm gonna, like, he might go crazy. I'm on the other end. I think for fantasy wise, is really good for Falcon players. Really? Really good for Falcon players and really bad for Titan players in fantasy. Really? I'm scared. Like, I'm scared to draft Brown now. I draft Derrick Henry fucking. Well, you draft Derrick Henry. He's he's the number one. But, like, Brown, you know, late second round pick this year in fantasy, like, maybe not. Like, who are you going to pick? Flip I, a coin. I think now I you're going to draft still that dude. Though. I know, but you're going to draft Brown and be like, motherfucker. So Julio's you think Brown has team. a better year than Julio still? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Really? It's the but same. Would you be surprised if Julio had a better year, though? Yes, I actually would be very surprised. See, I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I wouldn't either. Because, like, again, it's the same Tampa thing with the, playing with the Brady Moss effect. Moss goes to fucking New England and goes fucking berserk. I, you know? I don't think it's And they that. still had Wes Welker. But then, then, then yeah, but Wes Welker can't fucking step on A.J. Brown. 
What, uh, he, Wes Welker might be Hall of Famer. Uh, no shot. He should never Wes be Wes Walker was a fucking We're dog. Not, if Wes Walker's a Hall of Famer, Jory Nelson is. And Julian Edelman is. And Julian Edelman's better no, than Walker was better than Julian Edelman. No, he wasn't. Really? Julian Edelman was better than Wes Walker. I don't Wes know. Walker I don't was a fucking gonna, dog. Hey, we're going to put Julie, that on Instagram. Julian know. Edelman fucking... Hey, we're going to put that on Instagram because Wes Walker is better. I don't think I he think was. I think he was. And then he went to Denver, had like 15 touchdowns. <laughs> the guy has like was 36 concussions. Remember Vegas, so Edelman. Remember his helmet at the... Yeah, there's both same guys. <laughs> same guy. I just remember Wes Walker's helmet at the end of his career was like... Triple padding. It looked like a fucking mushroom on the top. It's of when like head. those Revo 360s <laughs> came out. I'm gonna put that on Instagram this weekend. Yeah, we got to see who's better. Julian Edelman. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes. So let's get to the draft. Obviously, we haven't had a chance to recap it. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Um, we have our KMORG's top five grades, bottom five grades, um, and then we'll talk about our team's grades with some other topics as well. The first thing I want to get into is the quarterbacks. And I know we're going to talk about Trey Lance with Kim Oregon when we talk about our, our own teams. But let's talk, besides Trey Lance, we'll get into that later, the other quarterbacks and their fits. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Who who surprised you? Well, where do we like with the quarterback situation we got? Uh, I, I mean, clearly Justin Fields falling, getting uh, taken by the Bears. Bears traded up um, to the Giants spot, I believe. Mm-hmm. A steal, steal, an absolute great. steal. Great, great I, but event. I will say, I think I feel bad for him. Ooh, ooh. Hey, this is all biasness, of course. Oh yeah, sounds... I feel bad for him. I mean, as long as I've watched football, the Bears have not. Their best, their best uh, quarterback has been Jay Cutler. So yeah, I don't mean, disrespect yeah. Rex Roseman. Stop. <laughs> you know what I mean, Super Bowl. Cutler was better. I, Cutler was I'm better. just. No, I've just never watched the Bears quarterback be any good. So, like, trading up But to, you can't – but that's like saying if Mahomes went to the Bears, he wouldn't be good. You don't you know, know that. Mahomes would have been great with any coordinator, yeah, any coach. What? It wouldn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, it's and just Fields a different might world, be that though. guy. Fields might be that guy. You don't know that. I hope – you know, I hope for the rivalry's sake, I hope he's good. He's right. going to be good. I think he's going to be just fine. I feel like he's Deshaun Watson to me. Yeah. To me, Fields is Deshaun that's, Watson. And it felt similar on draft it day. It did. It, did. it was like, man, why? Like, why wouldn't you take Watson? Hey, Trubisky went over him. Like, that's a Patriots getting. I can see that. The the next one we're talking about, uh, Trey Lance and Mac Jones, but Mac Jones going to the Patriots before Justin Fields. Like, no. we're all like sitting there, like, the kind of wild. Field, Fields went before Jones. Yeah, Fields went before Jones. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah Fields, okay. Uh, Jones fell to fifteen to the Patriots. It it, yeah. it kind of felt like that though, because you you're, you thought a hey, well, Watson a lot of talk. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Trey Watson. Lance went before him. Then you know Wilson. Obviously, you got Trevor Lawrence. So it was a fourth guy, so Kenneth felt like disrespect still when he was supposed to be the number yeah. two guy all year, like going into the year. Throughout high school, throughout college. It was him and Trevor Lawrence, yeah. right? Yeah. I, like, I like that comp. That's a good Watson comp. What about you? Like, What are your thoughts on the quarterbacks? I like it all. Like, obviously, You Trevor, don't like it all. You don't like it okay, all. Okay, well, we're not talking about that. But Trevor Lawrence, obviously, he'll be, Clear cut. He'll be a Hall of Famer. I, I truly do believe that. I think he's going to be that good. Okay. Unless he um, opts out like Andrew Luck. I think uh, – I think um, Zach Wilson, that's something that is yet to be seen. Determined. Um, the only thing I'll say about that pick is I do like it as a culture change. New coach, new system, new everything. Go for it. Why I love not? that for the Jets. Yeah, you know, and why they, not? They have Fix good young weapons. Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, um, Elijah Moore from yeah. Ole Miss. I like on. that draft pick. Le'Veon Bell back. Yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell? Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's man. gone. Fuck, he's not even signed anywhere. No, they, they got the uh, running back from... Uh, North Carolina. No, Broncos did. 
Yeah, there's two of them. The other one. They got the other one too? Yeah, they got oh, the other good. one. Okay. Anyway, but I like that fit. You know, I mean, it's a complete culture shift out there in the Jets. So, I mean, it works. Like, I, I still like Darnold, but you know what? If you're going to go all in on a new shift, do it. Um, Fields, love it. Get your shit, Bears. Go after it. Um, the other one, Mac Jones, the Patriots. It's a, it was almost a perfect fit. Yeah. It just fell into their lap, and it was something they it, had to do. It felt natural. They when it still happened. went with Cam. He's still there, but at the end of the day, like Mac Jones should be the guy by Cam's, midseason. I think Cam's a one-year contract. Reports not, are coming out that Mac Jones looks like shit so far. We'll see. They hate him. No like, reporters hate him. Reporters say how small he is, how weak his arm is. Like OTAs is not treating that guy well. If anyone's getting the most criticism so far, it's been Mac Jones. Really? Yeah. But it, it's Belichick's offense. It's his defense. They, he he could hide behind a great team like Belichick could could put together, and they would be fine. And you know that. All right. Brady wasn't Brady wasn't the quarterback he is they, now. I think they have more wins ago. if they start with Mac Jones week one. I could see it. I'm just I'm off, not against. I'm just that. off the cam. Yeah, I'm just yeah. off cam I'm with you. All right. So going in, K. Morgan, let's hear your top five grades. Who are your top five draft grades from this um, 2020 NFL draft? Yeah. Before we kind of get into it, this is obviously my segment. This is my first episode I was on last year. Um, college NFL mixture. Um, quick shout out to Colt Brennan. Oh, you know, um, RIP. Hawaii QB. Yeah, cheers, cheers for that, cheers guys. For that. Um, obviously, mid-2000s um, Hawaii quarterback. Guy put up historic numbers. And if we're being honest, and he's kind of the reason why we love college football, right? Yeah. Players like that. Yes. Guys that come out of nowhere. Bring a team that is out of mid Power Five, mid major, Mountain West team, whack team that just blows up the college football scene, makes a big bowl. Might not win it, but you know what? Gives us something Sugar to bowl, talk right? about. Yeah, Sugar Bowl against Georgia. Stafford, no Sean team. No Sean. Does, yeah. But still, it's, it's, that, that's what we love about college football. You know what I mean? And he, he kind of represented that, and he was one of the first ones to do it. And one of the first air raid guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they were one of the first guys. Because after that, you have the Kevin Cobbs, the Case Keenums. You know, I mean, the guys preceded him, but he was kind of like the first one at Hawaii that was like, this is a fun offense to watch, a Hawaii team that no one gave two shits about yeah. any time before he came there. He had the Hawaii, you know, uh, burned into his head, died into his head. Oh, he lived and died for college football. And it was awesome. And go and watch uh, some of his Redskins at the time, uh, preseason games. <laughs> Dude, he slung it. Of course he did. He just, you know, he had off-field issues. Yeah. And, you know, hope the best for the family. But he was a guy – and. and Regardless of everything, he was a top five Heisman guy. I think two out of the four years he started there, like that's awesome. You know what I mean? And respect to a guy like that for like someone that loves college football. I know a lot of us, you know, we like Hawaii for a number of reasons, and um, it was just awesome. You know Legend. what I mean? Legend. Like, you got to respect him. Rest in peace, Colt Brennan, Southern California guy. Um, sorry to the family and everything, but that's awesome. Yeah, you know, we got to give him. We got to give him his respect. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, good shout out. Awesome. So, um, but let's get into the top five NFL grades. Obviously, like I said, this is a big moment for all of us. We were living and dying with our mock drafts. Um, do you guys want best, my top, my number one best, or do you want my number one best last? Number one last. So number one last. Let's go five to one. Five, five to, one. to one. All right. So my number five, I got the Lions at number five. Um, I gave them an A minus, B, A minus, B plus. I love the Sewell pick. I mean, it fell in their lap. I'd like the culture change. This is their left tackle for the future. Right tackle. They moved, oh, they moved to the right tackle. On right tackle? Either He's way. already come out and said, right tackle is a lot harder than left tackle. <laughs> came but, out and said, come on. You're telling me he's not going to be a starter in the NFL for 20 years? He should be. He should be. He yeah. should be. Like, that is the staple. They were so fired up when he fell to them. They were high-fiving. That team was fucking ecstatic. Question. What? What? How many quarterbacks has he blocked for in his career? <laughs> Let's say he plays for 20 years, and he stays in the Lions the whole time. Okay? Um, 
Over under. Go. Eight. <laughs> under. Come on. Eight. I was going to say like line at five. Oh, over. I'd, I'd hammer that. Over? Yeah. Stafford, yeah. Stafford's gone. That era's That's over. Crazy. Goff's got like two years. He's gone. So then you're going to fucking. That's a new one. If he stays. I eight, mean, eight quarterbacks in 20 years. You think the Lions are the next Browns. You think they're going to be that No, I, I actually think he blocks for golf for like four years. So you think like five? Five really? I'd say five. That's my number. That's and, still and, and I'd say it's probably that's, six. That's still brutal. No, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, but that's terrible. obviously that's a great pick. Um, second round, they went with the Washington deep defensive tackle. Always a monster. Washington always has guys. Um, All-conference player last year of the pack. Almond Ross St. Brown in the fourth. That's a guy that we were always on. All of us were on. We, how many times, like, we did our little mock pick, picks. I'm like, all right, Amon Ross St. Brown to the Niners. Be Amon Ross St. Brown to the Packers. Like, we all wanted him, right? My only Lions p- get him at four. Go Good ahead. pick. My what only problem on with the Lions is I don't think, think they necessarily had a bad draft. I don't know if they drafted for they, – they obviously drafted for the future. They didn't draft for this year. Like, it's going to take a few years for that – team to come where they need to be mm-hmm. they better hope they see some progression soon enough to keep that job in that front office to see those guys come to full because i don't think those guys are they're obviously not immediate impacts like you don't have a number one receiver your quarterback's subpar your running game was decent last year yeah, but and they they got uh you got swift deandre Jamal, swift uh, so Jamal like, williams your running game should be good and your line should be good but if you don't show some progression after these guys, like, they're not big names, right? So No, th- these are future picks. Exactly. So, so, But he's obviously banking on the organization right. buying into his culture. Yes. Which, you know what? That's something that... Dan Campbell, right? Yeah, something yes. that I buy into as an organization. It's a complete culture shift. You have to switch it up. Yeah. You draft actually, that tackle for the future. Yeah, I actually think Robert Slaw in New York you and Dan, Cam- Dan Campbell in Detroit have the longest, uh, let's say, they leeway. Leash. They have a little bit leash of leash before getting, you know, fired. Yeah, I think, I think they, they I really think they both do. do. They're not expected a lot. No, That's and true. especially with you know you trade Stafford, you acquire multiple first round picks. Right, right, absolutely, true. absolutely. Um, my next number four team is the Bears. Justin Fields. They got Jenkins, the Ohio uh, Oklahoma State left tackle in Are the just second. Stay on this NFC North train, <laughs> yeah. God damn. I'm sorry, but la- and last year was the Vikings. I was all over yes. them. But Jenkins in the second round was an absolute steal. Then they get Herbert, the Virginia Tech running back, who is an absolute fucking beast. He's a dude. Then they get Graham, a very, very good corner, slot corner out of Oregon. He opted out last year, but he's really fucking good. And then Daz Newsom, the receiver out of UNC, who balled out. Newsom's a dude. He balled out last year. Played the bowl game, didn't opt out. I love that. Bears had a good draft. Bears had a really good draft. They got an A out of me. I I have no disagreements there. They got an A out of me. I hate it, but, dude. I love their draft. It's like last year. I love the Vikings draft. Yeah, yeah. the Bears killed it this year. The Bears did it. All right. Next pick is the Chargers. I gave yeah. the Chargers like an A minus A grade. Slater falling to them at thirteen. Huge. We called was, it on the podcast. We were like, sick. and w- after that we did it on the podcast. We were like, the Chargers would be like this. Almost as unrealistic that he fell to thirteen. Yeah, and he actually did. He did. He did. I think that, that was the, crazy. The key pick in that happening was uh, Jace Horn going early. Yeah, Jace Horn went a lot higher than people expected. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll get into that in a minute. But Slater and then Samuel Junior in the second round. Um, a lot of people yeah. had some first round grades on. I know the Packers were high on him at one point, so he falls to them in the second round. I think that was a great pick. They had some weapons, receiver out of Tennessee, and some good pass rushers as well. So I think it was overall solid, solid draft for the Chargers. I gave him an A. Okay. Um, number two, I gave him, I got the Browns. 
The Browns absolutely fucking destroyed this draft. I know see why they really did. Were I actually not had I actually had number one. Yeah, I, so, I would have probably put them one. I got Newsom. Obviously, fell to them uh, out of Northwestern. Really good corner. He's gonna fit nicely. He can either be their number two or three with there with um, Denzel Ward, um, Jeremiah Okua. Um, What's his fucking last name? Kamora, whatever it is. JOK out of Notre Dame. Linebacker fell to them in the second round. I'll talk about him more later, but that was an absolutely insane pick. Schwartz, the Auburn receiver, ran a 4-2-40. Really dynamic. Fields, the West Virginia linebacker. He's a transfer from Arizona. He's super fucking dynamic and fast. And then the Georgia safety LeCount. I mean, the Browns fucking destroyed the draft. I have them as my number two. Anything on them? I The, the first two rounds were players I wanted the backers to get. Yeah. Uh, I wanted Newsom instead of St- uh, Stokes. If we're go- if we're gonna go corner, I wanted Newsom. And then when when Jock was falling, dude, I was like, mm-hmm. dude, fall the Packers. Nope, two picks before, fucking Browns. And they traded up for him, man. And he fell so far because of you yeah. know that fucking heart condition. But just wait on him. Just wait. Yeah, I mean, I thought they drafted best available, um, especially in the first two rounds. And it was not only was it best available, it was also team needs. Like, they yeah. needed a good corner to play slot and be physical, and they needed a fucking outside linebacker that can kind of do everything. And it just fell into their lap both yeah. times. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like the Jenkins thing. He fell, too, because he had supposedly some injury history that came but out. The guy's late. an absolute fucking dude. And then the guy from the Browns, you know, he, he fell. Um, I thought he fell more because he was kind of – people were – I heard it was the heart condition, but it was always people – the position. Positionless. He didn't really have a position. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of did the same thing when they drafted Real Peppers. He didn't really have a position. Mm. They drafted him high. and But he was, I mean, he was better than college than fucking Jock was. Jabril Peppers was a fucking dude in Most college. overrated college player of all time. Are we serious? He's so overrated. Jabril Peppers was, was a an dog. absolute dog. He was a dog. Ball overrated. hawk. Just because he can play Ball fucking hawk, some return. running back and returns does not make him a good safety. Ball hawk. But he might have been a better returner than he was safety in college football. Anyways, uh-huh. I thought it was very interesting to see him fall. So we'll see. I mean, I thought the Browns, for what they had in front of them, I thought they had a good draft. They had a really good draft. They're a definite team to watch out for. That one's talking about. Number one team, who do you guys think? That I... mine, mine was the Browns, so if I had to guess, uh, say the the Jets. Uh, I feel like you're going to go Jaguars. Nope. Neither of you. Dolphins. A plus, oh. Dolphins. A plus. A plus, killed it. Waddle, Waddle, first pick. You know I've been on Waddle. I thought he was the number two receiver in the draft behind Chase. Some said that they had him Waddle one over Some Chase. Some did. Some did. And, it, and honestly, but if he would have played that whole stop. year, which he's I top, might have been. Which I call bullshit because they tried to trade up four in front of the Bengals to get yeah Chase. But that's what rumors got of Miami. But is. Waddle was crazy. Waddle's Let's legit. Waddle's a dude. Waddle. Dude. He's going to be an immediate impact to the NFL. He's really good. Yeah. He's no Jamar Chase. Then they drafted Jalen Phillips out of Miami at 15. ton of people were all over Phillips. He had one of the best combines. He's a freak. High risk, high reward with him. But I think he's going to be a super high reward. I really do. Especially yeah. with if that you, defense. If you think that, Unless then that's he why he's your number one. Yeah. Unless yeah. he quits. <laughs> he ain't going to quit. He's going to be an absolute dude. <laughs> then they drafted Holland out of Oregon. Safety. He opted out. Holland. A lot of people had him as Such a first-round game. I really like him. I really like him. He's going to be an absolute dude. And it just, like, the Dolphins' secondary was already good. They've got Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, and they just added him, who's going to play corner safety. Yeah. He's going to be really fucking good. Then they got Eichenberg out of Notre Dame, offensive tackle. Good, no, yeah. Notre Dame lineman. Do we have to say more? 
They're always fucking good. They're they got him early second round. 15-year starter. 15-year starter, no problem. I mean, I think the Dolphins were A-plus best draft in the NFL this year. So, Jets, I want to – because I think they killed it. They had so, a good draft. Outside of, like, if you if you don't think Zach Wilson's any good, then, then you wouldn't say that. But if you think the quarterback is good – the rest of the draft was amazing. Yeah, you know, they had a really drafted um, the lineman at USC, who I really like. I oh, think he's Vera. very versatile. Oh yeah, a very Tucker. He'll play Vera everywhere. Tucker. And then um, Elijah Moore, receiver out of Ole Miss. I'm not. Super I'm not a big, big Elijah Moore guy. The only reason I'm not big on him, like I think first he, round grade on him though. You know what I mean? He, like, he, he's really fast, but I think he's a burner. I don't see his. He's Denzel Mims to me. <laughs> they also have. Yeah, he's just he's very much just deep threat over the top. I don't see him making too many plays on you know over the middle post. And then uh, Williams, running back NC, was, you know, best in the nation, damn near. Yeah, I mean, they had Next two really teammate. good backs. They had two really good backs. It's a culture change there. It's, it's you know, to be determined with the Jets, so we'll see what happens. I do think they had a great draft. I really think um, that lineman pick is definitely going to be really solid. It's going to pay out a lot for them in the future. Him so. and then uh, Beckham, that's a, that's a solid left side. It mm-hmm. is, it is. Um, definitely. So now let's do the bottom. Let's do the bottom. So let's start in the same thing. Let's go 5-1 to one to your worst draft. So. Okay. Um, number five worst out of the Raiders. Um, not terrible to be honest with you because they did get Morig, the TCU safety, but the Leatherwood, the Re- Leatherwood reach in the first round is unforgivable. Super high. It's unforgivable, in my opinion. It's another reach for the Raiders. But They've done if, it for the last three years, and I can't stand for it. If they swapped their first and second that, round picks, would you care? Like they drafted Morig and then they drafted Leatherwood. Yes and no because I still. Like, I wasn't as high on Morig as I was on Holland, the other safety. So, in a lot of ways, yes, because I still think Leatherwood, even at that pick in the second round, like, I had the Notre Dame tackle. Jenkins ahead of him. There's still yeah. a lot of guys that I still think were ahead of him. So, But I do see it switch it, and it might have been a better draft. But yeah. it's just unforgivable, in my opinion. You could have got a way better lineman in that pick. So, um, the rest of it was subpar as well. They didn't really do much. They lost so many lineman pieces in the offseason if you really wanted to attack that area and that's something you need to do then this, you need to do that this was a good draft to do it too right it was, there it was, was a, ton a deep of offensive line deep super deep so but again not terrible for the raiders because i do think morrig and leatherwood were pieces they needed but just not where they got them which Number, is the problem all right um texans i gave them a c minus five picks total david mills um unproven in my opinion at stanford didn't have a great season a lot it's of talent you love them but <laughs> I, I get it talented i don't like the fit here though Talented, I like but I don't think it makes sense. What does sense. that say? Real quick. No, I don't want to stay on it too long. It, what does it say? It just insurance. It just in case. You like, spend your your first pick in the draft. Not, I mean, it wasn't first round, but you spend your yeah. first pick in the draft on a quarterback? It's not a good pick for them. I don't think. I, I don't mean, think so. I think as soon as this clears up with Watson, they're trading him. He's gone. It's just crazy. And like I said, it's they had five picks total. This honestly might just be because the Texans right now are such a dumpster fire. That's why they're down here. But other than that, they added Nico Collins, receiver out of Michigan, who's not that bad. Big, big boy. He's not bad, yeah. And then, But the rest of their picks just did nothing. They didn't add anyone else that I thought was great. They had five in total. This is an organization that is just headed in the wrong direction, let's right. be honest. Um, after that, I've got uh, the Colts. I gave them a D plus. Really? Yeah, I did. Um, I like Quiddy Pay. I think Quiddy Pay is really good. Yeah, you're a big Quiddy Pay guy. I am. I really am. I think he's good, but they already had a solid D line. I didn't think they needed to address that position there. But then they drafted another D end right after that. 
when I think they definitely needed an offensive tackle to replace Costanzo, and they don't really have that much speed at receiver, in my opinion. They don't. I think they I think they needed someone fast, and they had Rondell Moore. They had a ton of guys. Elijah Moore. You know what I mean? They had a mm-hmm. lot of guys. I mean, Higgins, or not Higgins, what's T.Y.? T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. He's not getting any younger, nope. and he they paid him a little bit, like, Michael Pittman's solid, but he needs another guy on the other they side. They need another guy on the other side, and I don't know if T.Y. is the guy. And Parrish Campbell's, I mean, he's, he's I think he's okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I didn't love that pick. So they draft back-to-back DNs, and then they go Sam Ellinger in, like, the fifth. Why? Why? That's I literally have that note. Yeah, said, we, Sam Ellinger, why? Yeah, you have Jacob Beeson. I don't understand the yeah, pick. I don't get it. It was, it was a waste. He, yeah, if you want a backup, you have it already. Yeah. Seahawks, I gave them a D minus. Yeah, they were terrible. Three picks that total. One back to back, really bad drafts, and their first pick is a tiny receiver. He slot. They After have, your quarterback begged, thank you, to stop being on his ass. I'm tired of getting sacked and running for my life. And you draft a receiver in the third round for your first pick, and then draft a tackle in the sixth. Who, let's be honest, will be off the team in three years. Yeah, I'm sorry, the Seahawks. Pete Carroll, help out Russell Wilson. I'm not. I fucking hate the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. It's terrible. But your your quarterback is pissed in the offseason. You do nothing. You got it. You got a guard um, from the Raiders, right, in the offseason. But still, he's not going to be happy. Yeah, so they who's number be another one? Year. I'm trying to think in my head. I'm trying to guess. Okay, let's take a guess. What's I think your guess? B might know because I might have told him earlier. Um, I thought it was Seahawks, but I kind of think the Rams. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Niners. Oh my god. Oh, fuck. It's you not imagine? You it's imagine? not the Niners. <laughs> you imagine? Who is it? It's not the Niners. Rams were close. Rams are kind of on the cusp, but it's the Saints. Oh, oh you did tell me that. It's yeah. the Saints, you yeah. You know what? The Rams had an okay draft. 2-2 Atwell out of Louisville is not bad. That's why and McVay is the kind of guy that's going to use him. Right. And they got Skronik, one of my Notre Dame guys. So they did okay. And they actually did have a lot of picks, given yeah. they weren't high picks, but they did have a lot. So they built a little bit. But um, it's the Saints. They reached for Turner. Just kind of a random D end out of Houston. Didn't have a first round grade on him. They reached for in the second round for Werner, Pete Werner out of Ohio State linebacker who is undersized and not fast enough to play safety or linebacker. And then they took Ian Book in the fourth round. Brutal. Grow in up. In the fourth. Grow Fucking up. Brutal. In the fourth round. Sean Payton. Grow up. Brutal. I didn't I'm think Ian Dame, Book would get drafted. Come on. I'm a Notre Dame lover to my core. Obsessed. Ian Book is not an NFL quarterback. If he proves me wrong, good for him. But you do not draft Ian Book in the fourth round. Like, come on. It's terrible. That's just, it's bad. Um, and there are two positions they really needed, in my opinion, corner and receiver. They didn't get to, like, the fifth and sixth round. Yeah. Well, they actually, like, they drafted Adebo out of Stanford. But, again, third, fourth round. Guy with injury-prone issues, like, didn't doesn't make sense to me. I agree with that list. I had a bad, I thought bad the Saints were going to get um, your boy more. Right Elijah there, Rondell Moore, yeah, and then, or Rondell or Elijah Moore, either one. Either one, honestly, were was going to be a better fit, but yeah. All right, so those are our top five grades and our bottom five grades. Um, obviously, our three teams didn't make either list, so we need to talk about our teams. That's good because mine did last year. Last year, you guys, yeah. <laughs> Packers <laughs> definitely. Had. Well, we'll start with the Packers. Yeah, let's start with the Packers. What do you guys both got on that? Let's start with uh, B first, and then have K more comment on what he thought. I mean, if I'm going to put like a grade on it. Um, I'll say a B. I uh, thought we did uh, positional needs really well uh, in the first three rounds. We went um, Eric Stokes, corner, Georgia. 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 Number, number two corner there, though. Uh, ran a 4-2, had lockdown coverage. I mean, the stats the stats defend him, but, you know, I wasn't sold on it. 
But it was a it was a need. In the NFC Championship game, Sullivan, our, our slot corner, got smoked for like 14 catches and 200 yards. Okay, great, cool. Get in the, get someone else. Mm-hmm. Good with that. Uh, next round, I was in the group chat begging for Amari Rogers. We didn't go with Amari Rogers, and we went um, center, Ohio State. Josh Myers. Love the pick. We lost our center. We got a center who you know plays in a big school. I think he'll go and start for us. And then we still ended up getting my boy Amari Rogers mm-hmm. from Clemson, wide receiver. So we got a wide receiver I think could end up starting a center who's going to start, and Eric Stokes, who will be our slot corner all year. So I thought the first three rounds, B. Solid B. All right. Nice. Okay, Moore, yeah. what do you think about the Packers draft? I gave you a B, B minus. Okay. I gave you a B minus. Um, Stokes, he's a little too much of a project for me in the first round. Um, he was the number two for Georgia. He's a freak athletically. There's no, there's no question about it, but I've seen him get absolutely burned by Jalen Waddle too many times. Like I mean, he needs some work. He needs some work. But athletically, yeah, he ran a four two. He he can be good, but it's gonna take a little bit of work. I think first round is something that you definitely need a guy that's gonna be solid for you. I'm not a fan of taking projects coming from a team that just took Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's a project when Kevin King and Alexander are gonna start and you need that third guy. You like that guy's going to he's gonna play a lot of football this year. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Maybe Sullivan sucks. I took I Get said, him out. I said your Myers pick out of Ohio State, the center. Love um, it. He's great. He has a lot of versatility. I think he can play any of the three inside positions on your line. And then the trade up for Amari Rogers was great. So I think you guys definitely you took you know you took a risk early on, but then you took some solid picks later on that I really liked. So I gave you a B minus. Um, Bengals, I would give us a solid B, kind of the same. Um, you know, we took Chase over Swell. Um, I wanted swell, but anytime you get the number one receiver, Jamar Chase, you can't you can't be too upset. Future Hall of Famer. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, he reconnects. He's only caught a ball. He has he's only caught touchdowns in college from Joe Burrow, so now he's only going to catch balls in the NFL from Joe Burrow. Like he hasn't had another quarterback since high school, so like that's always interesting. You saw the last time they were together for arguably the best college football team of all time, best offense of all time, maybe with what they did together. Um, Jamar Chase speaks for himself. I mean, yeah. anyone that he played, he lit up. I mean, no matter first rounder, second rounder, he had success against everyone. He obviously opted out. He didn't play this year. Didn't hurt him at all. Plus, um, but I mean, the track record, the film, it speaks for itself. Um, he's every bit is advertised so far. So I hope he pays off. The question was never receiver with us, right? It was always we got to protect Joe, protect block for Burrow. Um, we drafted Jackson Carmen in the second round. Clemson. Clemson tackle. We were going to move him to Reach. guard. Reach. Um, uh, yeah, I thought there was some better uh, <laughs> linemen there. They, I guess that's the guy they wanted. I trust Frank Pollock, and he kind of made that pick. Okay. Offensive line coach. It's new this year. Um, he came from the Jets. He used to be with us. When he was with us, Joe Mixon had his best career year running the ball. So now that he's back, they trust him. They put a lot of – and that was his guy. He wanted Carmen. He thought Carmen was his guy. He thinks he can play guard and tackle. Uh, I think they're going to move him to guard this year and develop him to sign him for Riley Reefay, our new tackle, Yeah. Um, in the ne- next few years. So he was okay. Uh, the Jackson Carmine pick, Carmen pick was okay. I loved our third-round pick, Joseph Asai from Texas I, defensive I had, end. I had first-round grade on that guy. He was a freak. I thought he slipped. He fell into our lap. Um, and then we kind of traded back after that. Our fourth-round pick, we had Cameron Sample, a big – Kind of a project defensive end from Tulane. 
Um, and then we traded back and we got it kind of like brought in a bunch of picks. I would say my favorite two picks the rest of the draft was Tyler Shelvin, the defensive tackle from LSU. Um, he's just a house. He's just big. A, he's big. Just a big boy. Um, and then I like Chris Evans running back from Michigan. We got really late speedster uh, to replace Giovanni Bernard, who we let go in free, ag- free agency. So all in all, I don't know. I think a B. Yeah. Okay. Right there with you. Um, I gave, I got you a C plus B minus. Um, my notes are Chase is very good, but leaving Sewell on the board might haunt you forever. You hit the nail on the head. You said the problem was not your receivers last year. Yeah. It was never an issue. You know, you drafted T. Higgins, and he's a freaking superstar. It was never an issue. Yeah, yeah. you drafted a so, early yeah, second-round receiver last year, and you have Tyler Boyd, arguable pro-, pro bowler, you know? Yeah. So it's it's just one of those picks that I just think adding Sewell is a franchise move. Adding Chase is um, fantasy it's move. a fantasy move. It's a hype move. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Jamar Chase, like, like you said, you're not going to go wrong with getting Jamar Chase. You're not. But I just think building a franchise, protecting Joe Burrow, coming off what he just came off of last year, I think that would have been a better pick. I don't hate the pick. That's not why you're getting a C plus or B minus, but still think about it. Uh, Carmen, the Clemson guard. Clemson was not good at the offensive line position. ETN was not very good last year because of his offensive line. I thought that was a reach. Um, there's a lot better guards that were on the board. Aaron Banks at Notre Dame was still there for the Niners to get him way later than that. Um, I just think that's a reach. It wasn't a great pick there. Um, Osida, Texas this is a great pick. Third round, Texas D end, outside linebacker. He's someone that's going to replace Carl Lawson for you. I think that's a phenomenal pick. I'm shocked that he's he not even going to start. He's going to be a rotational guy. He'll be behind Hubbard. And Hendrickson, who we got yeah. from the Saints. So, But he's, he's going to be really solid. We Third st- down, he'll rush the pass. We really stacked well. pass rushers. So yeah. That's good. I mean, we spent a lot of money in free agency. And, yeah. Getting in that late was great for you. I think that helped your draft. Um, you drafted a kicker in the fifth. Enough said. Um, we need a kicker. I'm not. I'm okay. That kick can fucking kick. He can kick, but I'm drafting a kicker earlier than but seventh. If round. you would have watched the Bengals games last year, and we lost to the fucking Chargers week one. When oh god, that was so bad. We need a Bullock. kicker. Yes. Oh god. And we let Bullock walk. I'm okay with it. If you can chalk I up, I think you and I were watching yes. that game. We like each other. Like it's not even funny anymore. No, like the things that happen. The things that happen to the Bengals, Bengals kicking wise. For the last, you know, or just anything, five six Baker years, throwing the last second touchdown, have, the AJ Green penalty, like it's everything. the reason I'm okay with that pick, and all, the reason I'll defend it is because we traded back and stacked like three fifth round picks, so we used one on kicker, which I'm okay with, and our special teams coordinator is regarded as probably the best in the NFL, and it was his guy, and he's has a track record. He, we drafted Jake Elliott, who's kicking for the Eagles. We let walk. He's good. Like yeah. we, he drafts kickers, so. I understand it. You look at it, you're like, fucking kicker, really? But. Look, if you could pinpoint, like, three games, you're like, hey, if we had a different kicker, we have three more wins, absolutely draft a kicker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, enough with the kicker. Chris Evans, the running back out of Michigan, is really good. I like Chris I do Evans. like him. He runs hard as fuck. He'll be a good number two for you guys replacing Gio. Oh, we have the center from Georgia, too, Trey Hill, who I think is going to be okay. He'll be okay. He'll be okay because we have our center comes off the Tony Hill. But regardless, not okay. But we got to hear about the Niners draft. That's what we're all here for. So... <laughs> Um, I gave us a C plus. Um, the Trey Lance pick, in my opinion, is like a D. Um, he's just too much of a project for me. Like I said, I'm someone that you need to take someone solid in the first round. You There's take so much talent. Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Sertain over drafting Trey Lance any day of your life. Any day of my world life, J.C. Horn, give me anybody. Give me anybody there at 12. Um, but it's not even that, Blaine, because we gave up three first-round picks for it. 
And that's where I'm he, really, yeah. really upset. And you're because still going to start not, Jimmy all year. Because think about that this. blows my mind. It's not just Patrick Sertan. It's Patrick Sertan on top of Jalen Waddle, on top of JOK, on top of Vita Vera Tucker. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many fucking players. Like, those are three first round grade players that the Niners could have in the future. Like, not exactly those guys, but those guys in the future instead of Trey Lance. If Trey Lance does not become a fucking all pro, Super Bowl winning quarterback on this team, it's a terrible trade this for the 49ers. Might go down as one of the worst tra- the uh, Dolphins worst trades. The Dolphins are going to be so fucking good because of this trade. They are, and they're already really good, and they're only going to get better. They had ten wins yeah. already. They had ten wins on a rotating quarterback I don't situation. Know if they have a quarterback. But hey, guess what? They've got enough first round picks where they're going to find one. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter yeah. to be honest with you. Oh no, it's it ar- it's already year two for two is already make break. Oh, hundred percent. Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker. Will Fuller. So Mike Lisecki. Yeah. The Dolphins are good. But anyway, the Trey Lance pick sucks. Like I said, I'm not happy. It's too much of a project and three first round picks. I can't I can't live with it. Justin Fields. Give me Justin Fields. Give me a gamer. Give me someone that's done it in the big stage. Give me someone that broke some ribs and then threw a seventy yard touchdown pass because he's a fucking baller. Give me that guy. Um past that, Aaron Banks, Notre Dame guard. I talked about him earlier. Um Notre Dame lineman, pro offensive style line. You can't go wrong with it. He's just going to fall right in with McGlinchey, Zach Martins, and the Quentin Nelsons. Um, Trey Sermon. I mean, we're talking about another running back in Shanahan's offense, a guy that's really dynamic, could catch the ball out of the backfield, and could run his fucking ass off. This was an I interesting like pick. This was a but how many fucking one. running backs can you have in your goddamn well, roster? One's already broken. Yeah, you already fucking – that yeah. typical. <laughs> one gets hurt in June every year. Every Always. year. Always. I think – That's why we need him. Hey, I honestly think like five, six weeks into the season, Trey Sermon he could has take the load. Kind of like he did last year. Like, all of a sudden, against yeah. Northwestern, he goes for 300. And you're like, holy shit. And then he blows up against Klinsman. And he's big, and he runs fucking hard I like Trace Sermon. That was actually the best pick I thought you guys had. It might have been. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. And then um, the secondary. The Niners. We don't address the secondary until the sixth round. Um, we need corners. You have no corners. I can't scream it enough. Patrick Sertain at 12. Uh, he he would have gone at 10. But either way, like, we didn't need to trade up for three for a quarterback. Like, we needed corners. We need safety help. It's a problem. We lost to Mahomes because he, because Sherman is fucking old and got beat by fucking Sammy Watkins. And here we are again, two years later, not drafting corners, not getting anything done Smoked. in free agency. I don't get it. Uh, we did draft um, Hufanga out of USC, playmaker. Um, he was the safety last yeah, year. All, he was Pac-12 player of the year defensive. He can play ball. But again, it's not exactly a pick that's going to get us you know, to the Super Bowl again and win. Like We need a better secondary. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I gave us a C plus overall. It could have easily been a C minus, but I'm obviously biased. All right, so that's our draft grades. That's our top five, bottom five. That's our team grades. Um, really quick, last thing for this draft. Anything that stuck out to you guys? Last thing for this draft, Cody. I have all these notes. I got all these notes on it. I'll give you my biggest steal because I got a lot. Okay. Biggest steal is JOK out of for the Browns again. Heart condition. I just this is my notes. Heart condition. Guy's a dude. Watch him light it up on Sundays. It doesn't matter. Same with Jalen Smith at Notre Dame a couple years ago for the Cowboys. Guy ends up being all pro. I could easily see him. Same thing happening here. I think it's a little bit different situation, but I understand where you're Well, he had the from. knee problem yeah. beforehand. We knew he was going to be a dude. We knew Jalen Smith was like a top 10 pick. I know he's a dude. <laughs> Biggest still I watched Notre Dame. You're a little biased. I watched Notre Dame biased. Anybody, and now I'm biased. It's a good, it's a good pick. I'm not saying it's a bad I pick. I thought he was going to be in the 20s. So, yeah. Second round. I actually like Amari Rodgers. Let's go. Wow. Like, I Let's thought go. that was like – and Rondell Moore to the Cardinals is my best fit. 
Best fit. Yeah, that's my best fit. Look at my best fit. Rondell Moore to the Cardinals. There you go. Wow. There you go. Nice. It's a great pick. It's just something that uh, it's Kingsbury, right? Yeah. It's Kingsbury. He's gonna put him in the slot. They're they're so fast on offense. You add him with Christian Kirk. They're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good. The Cardinals. I'm kind of out on them. After last year, they had all that hype last year, and I don't think they lived up to it. So we'll they, see. They got a bunch of veterans in that locker room this year. Who's your Who's your worst pick? Worst pick? Yeah, Trey Lance. Yikes! I mean, it's hard okay. to argue that we just but went you over. You also I don't had even Trey have Lance going four to the Falcons. Okay. So is it the worst? Is it the worst pick because he went to the because Niners? Because the Falcons three? were sitting at pick four. So one like, big pass. You, one pick back was just way worse than pick three. No, you no, traded it, up to get you, him. If you drafted Trey Lance at three and you had pick three. No problem. Cool. You want a new quarterback. Yeah. Hey, let's trade our future for a new quarterback who's not going to play this year. Even though we already have one. All right. CY, anything on the worst pick? Um, I that's, thought, a, that's the only reason. It's the trade. I thought Leatherwood in the first was such a reach. I, I mean, I... It's a huge reach. But he's a starter. Really like, it's I, a huge... I don't know if that's the... You know, I don't know if it's the worst pick. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, you never know, right? Yeah. You never know. It's so early to tell. Actually, you know, my worst pick was um, the Giants. The receiver out of Florida in the first round Cody. is the worst pick. My notes, <laughs> Tony, no. Kadarius Tony is Kadarius my worst Tony. pick. Yeah. after Leatherwood, I said he's yeah. a poor man's waddle. I don't love him in the offense, and I wish they would have helped Saquon at the O line position. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I wish really do. I hated they, that pick. They absolutely had no need for him. Yeah, they have no need for him. Sterling Shepard's good. Uh, they have good. They got Galladay. They got Galladay. They're they got fine. Kyle Rudolph. Like they're fine. Any. Let's he, talk about the surprising pick. Yeah, here, here's yeah. what I, here's what I put down. Um, I put JC Horn at eight. That was surprising. I I really like JC Horn. B and I were on JC Horn all year. I thought they were going to go Slater there, um, and a lot of people had Horn as the number three corner. So I thought it was a. I mean, it's a little bit of reach. Corner is always a priority position in the NFL draft. I'll always say that. So I don't mind that pick, but I definitely did think it was a surprise. Um, draft DTN for me. Yeah, that was a surprise for me. Like going yeah. that high. I thought he was like a second, maybe third round pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, second, probably a solid second, but I do could have. I actually think that was a bad pick. I really do. Yeah, it was a surprise to me. Regardless of what it was, it was a surprise. I thought it was a bad pick. Um, best fit, Rondo Moore. My best day two pick was the Vikings in the third round taking Chaz Serrata in North Carolina. Super athletic linebacker. Used to be a quarterback for them. Converted to defense. He can play anywhere. He's really fast. And it's just Zimmer with another linebacker. The guy can... He can play football and Zimmer. I know it's another NFC North pick for you, you B, but you guys, he can play. Yeah, no, you guys both had uh, Rondell Moore as best fit. Yeah, yeah. Mine's Ooh. Trey Sermon. Ooh, thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a good one. It's Shanahan with running back. Yeah, a good one. Exactly. A good running back. He makes uh, little shit burgers good. So my uh, my best day three pick is Steelers sixth round Quincy Roche. The Miami defensive end. He's a transfer out of Temple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roche. Super athletic and underrated. He was kind of like the unsung hero of the Miami defense last year with Phillips and the other guy, um, Away or whatever his name was. So he's super underrated, and I think he's going to be really good for the Steelers, who definitely needed a pass rusher after losing uh, Bud Dupree. Fuck him. Uh, Kellen Mond was day three, correct? Kellen Mond was day two. Day, day two. two. Yeah, he went to the Vikings. Great. He'll start soon. Number the next quarterback taken after the, all those first rounders. Yeah. Was before well actually Kyle Trask was I take that back. Oh yeah. I went Trask, Trask Mond, and then yeah. Davis Mills, which was he, crazy. He, Kirk Cousins is gonna play better or Mond's gonna start sooner rather than later. I, I swear it. Alright, so now that the twenty twenty one draft's over, um I don't want to get into it yet because I think it's gonna 
crossing to what we're going to have in future episodes, um, our off seasons and what we expect. I think that kind of we'll kind of play those cards when we do our bold predictions coming up. Um, so we'll stay off of what our kind of depth chart looks like on off seasons. Um, that'll be obviously in like it'll be portrayed when we make our picks. Um, but I do want to wrap up 2021 and look at 2022 draft. Okay, Morg, what do you got for us in the 2022 draft? Um, it's never too early. Yeah, I'm hoping, and I and I'm kind of predicting a little bit more of a normalized draft to where we're not seeing three quarterbacks going that early. I think, trust me, there, there's going to be people reaching on quarterbacks as there always are, but I definitely think at the top of the draft you have Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon, defensive end, oh, freak, freak of nature. He's an absolute Miles freak. Garrett comp. Yeah, I'd be freak. very, very surprised if he didn't go number one. He he's that guy. He's a Miles Garrett comp. He's a Javion Clowney guy. Um, I'd be surprised if he didn't go one. He's that good. Um, right behind him, you've got Derek uh, Derek Stingley out of uh, LSU. Corner. Corner. Corner free. He was, on, he was on the LSU team with Joe Burrow and everybody, and he was kind of the guy. And he is he was a freshman on that team, and he balled out. He's going to be a man-to-man if, corner. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, watch LSU this year. You'll find out. Yeah. He, he, he didn't play much last year. had a little bit of an injury, and LSU was kind of a dumpster fire. But he's that good. People had him, like, after last year, like if he was in the draft last year, it'd have been Trevor Lawrence and him. Right. He's that good and he's that man of a press guy. But um beyond that, there's a couple guys, Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame safety, non biased, but he's a top ten safety this year. He's, he's really good, good. Good player. He's definitely the anchor on our defense this year. So I'm hoping for a little bit more normalized. Um Evan Neal at a tackle out of Alabama, Nether Bama lineman and that's gonna go top ten. These maybe are top a lot five. of the same players you're gonna hear when we do our college football. Oh definitely. Yeah. I, one of my yeah. favorite episodes that we did last year. Which will be coming up this summer as well. So yeah. It's exciting. Because you, like, you, like you said, the normalization, we might only see Sam Howell in the first 10 picks at, at, in the quarterback position. Well, let's talk with, about the quarterbacks a little bit. Because guess what? There's there's four more quarterbacks that have first-round grades on them. There are. You got, you got Sam Howell, like B just talked about out of North Carolina. I have a Baker Mayfield comp on him. He can sling it. He looks just like Baker. He runs a little bit, and he's got a big arm. Question with him, though, is he lost all of his weapons this year. So kind of a rebuild year for North Carolina beside him, so it's going to be interesting. Um, you've got Rattler out of Oklahoma. Big guy, arm. Like Rattler. Rat, um, Oklahoma's the number two team in the country going into this year. They finished really strong, beat the shit out of Florida in the bowl game last year. He's kind of the, he, I think he is the number one Heisman odds right now. Um, and he's, I think he's primed to be the number one pick or the first quarterback taken off the board right now. But some question marks. He did get benched at one point last year. So we'll see with him. I, I think he's really good. JT Daniels, Georgia quarterback. Um, USC transfer out of Southern California guy before. Um, I think Georgia is going to be really fucking good this year. And I think JT Daniels is going to be a big part of it. I would not be surprised if he was the number one quarterback after this year. I wouldn't be surprised about it either. Really one number one quarterback coming out of high school that year. Mm-hmm. And then you got Keaton Slovis, the guy that replaced him out of USC. Um, in my opinion, didn't live up to the hype last year. I thought USC was a little overrated. Um, his freshman year, I thought he was pretty good. Um, I think he has a lot to prove to me this year. Really, Wait, is your list done? For what? You just all your quarterbacks are done? Yeah, I got four. I'm not wow. talking about Ritter. Wow. He, he doesn't you, even put Ritter on there. But the are you saying there. he's like a number first round quarterback? I've seen first round grades on I've him. I've seen grades, but out You're of gonna disrespect guys, our guy? Not disrespectful. The gamer. It's not disrespectful. Our guy. The gamer. It's not disrespectful. Wow. Those are those are prime four quarterbacks that are more than likely going first round. But there are more. Wow. You I have, can, you have I can him. I see Ritter going day two. I can see him going second round like I a saw, Kellen Mond. I saw him as high as 15. 
I saw it high, but then you have the Liberty quarterback Malik uh, Willis going as early as first round, and I don't think that's going to pan out either. I think they're both good college football players. It's never too early. They're good college football players, both of those guys. I see them as day two guys, but again, who knows? Did anyone think Mac Jones was going to be a first-round QB last year? Zach Wilson, right? Anything could happen. Those are the four guys right now that are primed to be in that first round that I can see, definitely see. Slovis has the most approved, but I've seen Slovis as high as three. That's Anything happens in the college football world. The only lock is Trevor Lawrence going one last year. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really what it is. I'm hoping for a little bit more normalized. I think Thibodeau at one is essentially a lock unless, you know, something crazy happens with Joe Burrow and Chase Young. You know what I mean? Something like that. Unless someone has a monster, monster year and you can't resist that pick. Right. But we'll see. I'm really hoping for that. All right. So, that is our 2022 draft outlook. That kind of wraps up our whole draft recap um, with everything. Um we're going to start a new segment that we're going to do every week um, or every every episode where it's going to be a list. And it could be a list about basically anything. So one guy here is going to give a top five list. Yep. And it could be about any topic, that what we're feeling that week um, on any different topic, like I said. So it can be anything. So this week happens to be football. And Kay Morg's in charge of the list. And his list just happens to be football. It's not picked that way. So we have no idea what the list is. Is it? Yeah, so coming okay. in, so coming in, yeah, I thought about, no this, thought about this, I said I'm not going to tell them what their list is, so they can kind of go off the cuff and kind of either talk shit or go from here. Same as you guys on social media, obviously you'll see the list afterward, talk shit, do whatever you want, talk shit on me, I don't care, but we're all going to have an individual list every single week for you guys to either debate and talk about. Um, this year is going to be, for me, it's going to be my list, it's going to be around college football, and it's actually going to be K-Morg's best college football uniforms, top five. Ooh, Okay. Okay, so, I feel like we're not going to be on the same page here. Let's go. Probably not. Um, do you guys want my honorable mentions and then five through one, or one through five and then my honorable mentions? Let's go honorable mentions and then So you want five, five. okay. Yeah. All right, so honorable mention. Um, and again, these are in no order, but they're just right outside the top five. Okay. Could be number five, kind of in that ballpark. Um, this will be the most controversial, so I'm going to get out of the way. Oregon. Not the bullshit. Now, now the See, list is already fine. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. Let me explain the top three before you guys go wild. All right. Tell me, see why, which Oregon uniform is in your top five? The the chrome with the whites. Okay. And then chrome with the whites. The the Daffy Ducks. There's too many. Like, fuck, man. I can't pinpoint one that I'm like, yellow helmet, black jersey. That one's sweet too. They're all they've got like eight arguable top ten ones. I can't pinpoint one that I put in my top. That five. all counts. I though. really can't. I can't pinpoint one in my top five. There's an assortment that are all really good, but I don't have a top five great one at right. Oregon. Brutal. They are good. Trust Brutal. me. When Mariota was there, I'm fired up. Brutal list. Don't have it anymore. This Brutal list already. already. I have them at six. Grow up. Um, I have Oklahoma. Another honorable mention. Classic, beautiful OU helmet. Looks good. Give me C.D. Lamb number two. Baker number six. Just a fucking great college football uniform. Another classic, I have Texas. Give me that burnt orange like with Texas. the white helmet with the long like helmet. helmets, but yeah. You're not a white helmet guy, but it's such an iconic look. Right. The burnt orange with the white. Give me some McConaughey on the sideline. Give me all of that. What does that have right, to do with right, the uniform? Right. It's everything. It's everything. It's the burnt orange on the sideline. Um, Florida State, honorable mention. Um, I love Ooh, the, I love uniforms. I love the spear on the helmet. I love the tomahawk chop in the stands. Great uniforms. I love like the cream look that we talked about earlier today. Mm-hmm. Such a great look with the burgundy um Red. Okay. North Carolina honorable mention. Ooh, I like North Give me Carolina some baby blue. Give me some white helmet. I know you don't like it, but the baby blue jerseys with the white, clean. Okay. Clean college football uniform. Top top five. Number five. The U. Miami. Sick. Love it. Sweet. I I mean, 
And it's hard to argue that. Give me the U. Hard to argue that. All right. Number four, LSU. Mm, I'm not. I'm not. Oh with you come on, that. Honey Badger. I'm not with Think you. Think about that. the yellow helmet LSU with the Honey Badger seven. I'm out on it. I'm. I'm gonna see why. I'm kind of out. You're on telling me you don't like my Honey Badger jersey? It's it's clean, Nasty. It's fresh, and it's the freshest. Half of it is because Honey Badger's on it. Uh, it's yeah. so much more than that. I'm out. All right, that's my four. Um, number three, somewhat controversial, but Ohio State. And give me the stickers on the one side with the Buckeyes. So clean. Love Ohio State uniforms. They're so blacks, clean. Nasty. They're whites. The, nasty. Give me the Buckeye on the Ohio side. Ohio State of the wouldn't even touch my honorable mentions. Oh really? my god, yeah, I hate them. Justin, Justin Fields with the Buckeye on the one side helmet. That might, that's a top college football helmet. I know it's stickers, but it's unbelievable. Good, the helmet. It's a, it's a really good helmet. I love it. All right. Number two. This is just like kind of like a pro look, and it's just unbelievable to me. Is Georgia. I think Georgia's uniforms are so clean. Oh, I hate Georgia's uniforms. Really? One of the worst, I think. No, I love wow. it. Wow, I, I hate. If Notre Dame's gonna be one for you, of course it is. They have no fucking what logo do you mean? on their helmet. I honestly it's a like. Gold, it's I, a gold helmet. I honestly like all your honorable mentions over your top five. I, I'm actually way with you. Oh, just because Oregon's on there. No, but no, North Carolina, like Florida State, Florida North State. Carolina is. Probably two for That's me. That's actually because, a brutal list. Because think about my list. <laughs> that list is here's, terrible. How does Clemson not make anything on there? Clemson and if we're talking about fan. like a classic look, SC is fucking. How does SC not make anything on there? Fuck SC's SC. a classic. Okay, see, Fuck it's SC. just a bias out of This is list. what builds college That's football: is passion and hatred. All right, <laughs> fuck you guys. Here, here's here's my list that you guys don't respect. You guys don't respect the fucking classics, and that's where you're fucking. No, wrong. because you didn't put USC on there. That's the most one of the most classic uniforms. Where's Michigan? That's like the most iconic like, college football helmet. They're borderline. They're borderline uh, honorable mention. <laughs> See, that's they're you can't say you don't like the classics and then not put all the classics in your top five. Look, okay, two classics aren't in it. Come on, a straight, yeah. a straight bird two of the classics. Straight burgundy, Bama, white pants. You Miami. Those are classics. No. Classic. Miami's not even as classic as. But okay, like SC. Alabama is a classic that looks like yeah. shit. But if your Fuck list is uniform. based off classic, you did a terrible. It's not job. just yeah. based off classics. I've got some thrown in there. Oregon's obviously not honorable mention. But they make Carolina. your top five honorable mentions. But the top five, man, that's a fucking elite list. Oklahoma State. How is that not in there? Oklahoma State again. Nasty a uniforms. billion uniforms don't need them in there. Maryland. You want to go classic? Disgusting flag helmets. You Maryland, go, get the fuck out yeah, of my that's list. Brutal. I get love them. You want to go? I low key love. You want to go classic? Where's A and M? They're not classic anymore. They've changed their look. They don't even look like Manziel's A and M anymore. Florida? Uh, I'm not a fan of Florida. See, like I'm not. Georgia's brutal. I Georgia's think, fucking. It's legit. a brutal list. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's a brutal list. And you, you want to say oh, you're telling I, me Notre Dame is not a top five? I just think. Oh, uh, it's borderline. It's probably honorable. I also mention think it's just like a really disrespectful like red helmet, Bearcat Nation. Like not even, <laughs> not even honorable mention. Go. Red helmet, got some okay white jerseys, Bearcats. I just think Stop. you try to do Stop. a mix of classic and new style, but you got the wrong ones in there. Like USC is not that fucking great. Overrated. Michigan, I will say, like I've always loved. I would say Michigan's a top five helmet. It's not top five uniform in my opinion. Classic. If you want classic college football, when I think of college football, I think of Texas. Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah but Texas honorable the, mention. The ones that we have mentioned, right? Okay. Nebraska. Nebraska. Just give me a Netflix N on a helmet. That's want, what you have. I'm just saying it's classic. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's a good classic uniform. Notre Dame has nothing on their helmets. It's a fucking chrome gold helmet. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful helmet. It's a nice blue. helmet, but you can't. That's a beautiful helmet even, and uniform. I don't like Nebraska. I'm just saying it's a classic. Sure, it's a classic. So I, I mean, hate, it's a good classic. I mean, I, I hate. Hate. Are classic, but they're ugly as shit. I hate Notre Dame's. 
I'm just. You hate honest. gold. I, you hate gold. The yeah, jerseys I are hate, plain. I hate gold. You hate gold. I, I hate just gold. don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Notre Dame's top five, but Notre Dame's can't be number okay. one, and, and SC can't be on the list. If you gotta have Notre Dame, you gotta have SC on the list. I or agree. Michigan. I agree. With Michigan, that. trust me, is a very arguable honorable mention. I think they're I'm both arguable. You. USC is. Sure, I think you're gonna get shit on on Instagram for yeah. sure. Okay. Like your honorable mentions are way better. Like I like the new school, so because I can it's have the like, new school because you have Oregon, North Carolina. You guys like those fucking uniforms, North and Carolina I get is it. Fucking sweet. Clemson's I get sweet. it. That's why they're on there. Clemson's sweet too. Average. Classic. You want to go classic? Where's Penn State in your list? It's a white helmet. It's not that great. It's all white uniform. Like I, you're talking about plain. White you're shitting on Notre Dame for plain. That's what I mean. I don't like it. I don't like Penn State, but but Notre Dame's is gold. So you just like gold more than me. it's a chrome gold helmet. He likes the Penn State's just he white, brown plain white. <laughs> Browns are disgusting yeah. uniforms. Yeah. That's right. those are fucking. So that's disgusting. Kay Morg's top five list. We're gonna post it. Let me know what you think. Give us your top five. I personally didn't think the list was good, but that's what the top five list is for. Next week, one of us will have a different top five, me or B. Um, but stay tuned, listen for that. Um, this concludes episode one. Um, our college football and our NFL draft. Recap, um, we're coming back for episode two right now. Um, so thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. We have some more exciting news for you. We're back. Yeah.